listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 131 for February 9th, 2017. This week we talk about anal training, Nintendo's new baby simulator game, an interesting mental health study, adventures in cooking, and the new drag race queens. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Yay! Oh my god! Hi, Sam. Hey, sweaty. What's up? Nothing. Just talking to you, having some technical difficulties. Just another fucking Wednesday. Us technical difficulties. That doesn't sound like the show with Sam and Joe. Me canceling recording on Tuesday? (laughs) Never. (laughs) Always recording on Wednesday? (laughs) Sounds like me. Let's see. Let's see. Two weeks ago, <laughs> you wanted to move it to Wednesday. Last week, I wanted to move it to Wednesday. We're just flip flopping. Yester- last night, we were both like, "Let's eh. just record on Wednesday." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've been we've been lazy. The- it's fine. Sometimes you need that extra night. Yeah, sometimes you just you need an extra night to just sleep an entire twenty four hours. Yeah, AC sleep for twenty four <laughs> hours. <laughs> No big until deal. the next recording. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's how that's how we do it here at the show with Sam and Joe. So Joe, how are how are you? How are things? Oh my god, I'm good. Um I've been cooking and I've been get ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. I've been anal training. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm more excited about the cooking, but I am curious about the anal training. Well, it's I'll like, tell you about the cooking. First, it's like it's like potty training, only not at all like that. Well, okay. So, okay. You bought them as well, you know. Yeah, um, I have in the past. You have in the past <laughs> have penises up your butthole. Allegedly. Well, I feel like it's so... We're just jumping in to this this week. We're I'm just getting right totally into it. Totally fine. Um, you, like, okay. So I pretty much... Ex- I exclusively bought them. Mm-hmm. I just... Chopping just doesn't interest me. Whatever. Yeah. Um... And but it's very inconsistent. Like I'm always ready in terms of like cleanliness. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I can be boinked like you know the drop of a hat. You know, whenever, <laughs> wherever. I'm just imagining it always... it's just like a line of men with top hats and canes going da 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 da. That's my thing. Literally, you know, that's my fetish. That's what you have to be wearing in order to get. Who, busy. What's that silent movie star? What's his name? Charlie. Mr. Peanut. Oh. Or Mr. Okay, we're on two different wavelengths. I was thinking you're thinking of Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin, that's the one. And you're thinking of Mr. P. What the fuck? Hold on, Mr. P. Hey, are you Googling him? (laughs) Because he's hot. Get ready for a doozy. Uh, Okay, so the only. He's got a monocle. Okay, so I was was going to say that I'm probably not seeing the same person as you, but I am because you are attracted to an actual fucking. Peanut. <laughs> uh, top hat, cane, monocle. That's like my holy trinity of get your dick in my body. Well, he's going to be know? in your holy trinity. Oh, wow. Hey. Hey. Anyways, um, so your bottom training. Yeah, Anal because training. I feel like like sometimes it just it just hurts. Yeah. Um, like and but then sometimes it's really good. Yeah. And it could even be the same dick. Mm-hmm. Like one it day this like, dick hurts. And yeah. Yeah. It's just, but the, and then you watch this porn, and it's these guys who are getting fucked in the underpass, you know, getting fucked, <laughs> you know, out in the hallway, anytime, anywhere. They don't even, you know, you whatever. Want, you want to be that girl? Yeah. Well, I just want to be. I just want. Yeah, I want it to not 
hurt. Mm -hmm. So I was like looking up like tips and advice, you know, not from doctors, obviously, but from, you know, (laughs) like like forums and message boards. Right. Of course. Yeah. Um, And they were like, yeah, you you have to like train it. You can like train your butthole, Mm -hmm. like, you know, do these things daily, like work up to bigger and bigger whatever's. Yeah. And so like, I'm like, I'm serious about it. Oh my God. You're going to be a professional (laughs) bottom. Like, it's about time in my life I get serious about something, and this is what I've chosen. Honestly, you know, it sounds about right for you. (laughs) I wouldn't expect anything less. Does it, I mean, are you the same way, though? Like, does does sometimes it just, like, shuts you down? No, totally. Like, sometimes I'm, like, not into it, and it hurts, and I'm like, whatever. I mean, but, like, you're, (laughs) you're asking the wrong person, because I don't think I've had a dick in my ass for, like, more than a year. Like I, it is, it is a haunted mansion closed for business. Like the only thing that's happening down there is there's shit coming out of it. And that's about it. Like, well, that's good though. I mean, you could end up like, you know, Elvis or something if shit's not coming out. Did he, oh, did he die of like constipation? Is that the, is that the rumor? That's like the, that's like literally what I was told my whole life. I have no idea rumors. Rumors. That is, I don't even care to, I don't want that illusion shattered of elvis on the toilet yeah just shitting his guts out and then passing out and dying on the toilet on the shitter sure that's how i want to go honestly i'm ready that's how you'll probably go if i had to predict your future Mm -hmm. that's what it would be well you got you got um a package in your at your p.o box and you got some cat tarot cards so you are pretty qualified to predict my future if i do say so myself you know, it came with a little instructional booklet oh about like, uh, like which one hundred and one. Well, yeah, it's sort of like it's sort of like which one hundred and one, but it was like just a brief description of each card. Like literally, when I say brief, I mean like two words. <laughs> oh, and so like well, one of them just said "working harder," and I was like, "What hmm. does this card mean, though?" I, I guess like the point of tarot cards is for it to like, I don't know, I don't know. I, I feel I feel like the point of it is it's everything's up for interpretation that's how they get you yeah i I think you just make it to mean like literally whatever you want Mm -hmm. like whenever and whenever wherever wherever shakira wherever well so i i guess what is your end goal i mean like are you just are you are you trying to take anal training well yeah like uh, just have it never hurt again Never hurt. I want to lose all feeling down there. I don't ever want to feel a dick in my butt again. I just want it to be gapemyass.tumblr.com. I need to double you check know, to see if a that big, I want someone to to sing in it and it echo back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Concert hallway. Well, so you can be someone's Kermit the Frog. <laughs> well, no, well, I was also reading like people were like... I hate that fucking meme, by the way. <laughs> I love it. Fucking I, never, I never want to see that picture again. <laughs> the one where he's leaning over and his ass is gaping open. So good. Well, the people on the forums that I read were like, you know, you you got to anal train, but then you also have to like keep up being tight. Like you also got to do your butthole exercises. To that sounds like a lot tightness. of work. It sounds like the it butthole is. Olympics. My... I think I've gained, like, muscle mass in my legs since I've started. Really? Like, legit. Yeah, because you're, like, squatting. You're, like, you know. My God. Contorting your body into all of these shapes. Cirque de Soguet. Cirque de Soguet. I'm writing that down. That might be the title. Okay, sure, sure. (laughs) 
I think they just like canceled the circus. I don't know if it was Circus Olay. Isn't Barnum's done? I well, okay, Circus Olay, like Circus Soleil is just like humans doing acrobatics, right? Like they don't have like like tortured animals oh, and elephants not and shit. Animals. Mm, like, mm. like the, I don't know. I've never been to the circus. I don't think I've ever been to the circus either, but the circus usually doesn't come up to like Montana. So kind of dodged mm. a bullet, I guess. I don't I know. I can't remember a lot of monster truck rallies come to went to Arkansas. Oh, I went to a monster monster truck rally when I was like seven or something. Oh my god. So Were, straight. So did masked. you like it? Um, I think that I spent the entire time with a toy monster truck like in the back like in the dirt like not even watching oh well and my that's parents fair. were there so monster trucks are cool toys right exactly i want to get yeah. run over by a monster truck that's my end goal you can sure. bottom train i'm going to train to become a professional person that gets run over by monster trucks well follow your heart you know i always say that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'll follow my say? heart follow my- <laughs> <laughs> You follow your ass. So I guess so your your bottom training, do you have a, a a line of guys ready to try your training no, out? Just one. Oh my god. So you're like just pretty exclusive one. right now. I guess so. Yes. I would say yes. But you want the experiences to be yeah. always good. Right. Because when it shuts you down, like it shuts you like you're you're not hard anymore. You're just like ouch because then you're you're also like self-conscious of it too you're like yeah. okay well we can't have sex now but like i was ready for sex and now i'm like disappointed a little bit yeah you know it's like like people do not fucking realize how difficult it is being a bottom either because like you can't just go straight into sex if you're like making out on something you have to be like give me 15 i'll meet you in the bedroom and exactly you have to go like Make sure you can bottom. Exactly. You have to go through your process. Diet. Yeah. It's not. It's not glamorous. Like it is not. It's not pretty. No. You're like turn up some music because it's not going to be pretty listening to me get ready for this sexual intercourse. Yeah. Literally. If you literally, if you put your ear to the door, then you're gonna hear like (laughs) you're gonna never gonna want to touch me again. Yeah. You're gonna hear the (laughs) souls of the damned just (laughs) fucking leave my body and then a flush and that like 12 times and i'm gonna come out of there half the weight i was yeah, when i went half in. the weight already exhausted sweating profusely i hope you really like me because i'm gonna look like i went through hell when you're ready to fuck exactly. me exactly oh my god now oh. i totally understand that that's why when anybody ever says calls anyone a lazy bottom, I like get really fucking defensive, and I'm like, "You can fuck off. I hope you never get ass again." <laughs> well, we have all fucking these all these die. women women's marches and all these minority marches. I think you need to start the power bottom march because you power bottom march because that's what I that's my end goal. That's power your bottom. calling. Mm-hmm. Joseph calling. power bottom song. Oh. <sighs> Well, anyway, well, speaking uh, of cooking, speaking oh, well, you, speaking of your ass, you've actually been cooking food. Like well, actual I wanted to ask you human about food. cooking. Oh, okay. First. Yeah, sure. Like you made caramels this week. Which which brings up a good topic. How do you pronounce that word? Caramel or caramel? I normally say caramel. Mm-hmm. Um I think there would be specific instances where I would say caramel, but I can't really think of them. If I'm, I would say caramel. Yeah, I, I, I'm a, I'm a Pacific Northwest boy, so I say caramel usually, unless I'm ordering like a coffee drink that has like, like a shot of caramel in it, then I say caramel. I don't know. I, nine mm-hmm. times out of ten, I say caramel. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I made yeah. ca- caramels, caramels uh, for the first time you ever. You kind of inspired me because you made cup or not cupcakes. You made uh, pancakes and you sent pictures to us. Um, oh, yeah, and they looked delicious. Joe's, I feel like, like, honestly, if you guys like uh, it from firsthand personal friend experience, it it is seemed like Joe has gone from not knowing how to turn on the stove to actually cooking a human meal in from like zero to 60 in like four seconds. Like, I don't It's been a rough week, though. It's, of it's cooking. Well, I mean, you aren't and not everything's going to be perfect, but like you're fucking you're diligent at it. You are trying new things like God, girl. I am I know, proud right? of you. Yeah, it was off to a really rocky start. You, I was texting you and uh, our friends on Telegram. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to make, so it was just called garlic chicken. Yeah. Okay. Sounds and I, easy so, enough. Like if they, it had like four ingredients, four or five ingredients. Um, so I got the chicken breast. I was like doing everything. And then I was like, shit, I got mozzarella cheese instead of Parmesan. Fuck. Which was the first thing. And I was like, shit, it's just fucking ruined. It's over, man. Um, but then someone in the reviews on the recipe I was, uh, reading, they were like, you know, sometimes I don't put the cheese in. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Linda so I like, well, from I just... Alabama said. <laughs> she knew. Linda knew. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I just substituted the mozzarella like after the fact of yeah. the cooking. Um, but then my smoke alarm kept going off. So And that like almost had me in tears. I, I don't know. Like, it, it went off only when I was preheating the oven. Nothing was even fucking in it. Oh, okay. And I think I told you last podcast or whenever that some of the reason why I don't cook is because in my old apartment, my oven kept setting the smoke alarm off. Yes. And it gave me, like, PTSD, and it, like, I went straight back to there. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, panicking. Triggered. And I was, like, on the verge of tears. And I, like, was in a rolly chair trying to get the smoke detector down, which was probably not safe. I mean, it's, God, it's horrible. your DX racer chair is the only chair you got, so. It's, yes, it is. This is. There's no furniture. Well, okay, it's coming from someone who, who has cooked more than you, um... It sounds like that you didn't do anything wrong because you like you didn't preheat the oven to 500 degrees. You probably preheated the oven to the degrees that it said in the recipe. It's mm-hmm. it's not even your fault when your oven smokes like that. It's just dirty. And yeah, and it, it needs, you know, and if I just keep pooping in it. Yeah. You know, what <laughs> yeah, can I say? I mean, you clean yourself out <laughs> and you just throw the remains into the oven. That's what power bottoming is all about. What else is that thing in the, you know? I, I got to use it for something. Got to use it. I mean, I thought that was the garbage chute. I just I shit it in there. The <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I would, I, that would be so Southern of me to, like, burn my garbage in oh the oven. God. God. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I can imagine. Um, That's fucking awful. But, yeah, no, but, like, but, smoke, yeah. smoke alarms piss me off. Um, I mm-hmm. have dismantled the smoke alarm in my room and in my living room, which is not something you should do. Um, no, don't do it. I, but and by, I did. Mine's the battery's out of mine now. Too. Yeah. By dismantle, I mean that I took the battery out because I, it felt like that every time, like, a smoke, like, one of the smoke alarms would start beeping because it needed to get the battery changed. And then I would change that battery, which would take me, like, a day because I needed to go to the store, get the battery, put it in. That I thought everything was at peace, and then another smoke alarm downstairs started beeping. And I was like, this is never going to end. By the time I get that smoke alarm, this smoke alarm up here is going to be ready to poop out on me again. Ridiculous. Oh, my God. I'm ready to die in a house fire. That's what I'm trying to say. I was afraid that there's a big fire department panel 
on the first floor of this place. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I know that these smoke alarms are somehow connected. I don't know how. So I was like freaking out, like, are they going to set the rest of the building off? Mm -hmm. Like, Because in my old apartment, it set the upstairs apartment off, too, when mine went off. Really? Yeah. But luckily, it was just mine. Okay. It's just mine. But um, anyway. That's so annoying. The chicken turned out great. It was fine. And then I marinated a piece the second night. Oh, my God. Uh, I cooked it. And then I made pancakes. And it was okay. See? Look at you. I'm so proud of you. I know. Thank you. I mean, the pancake was just, you know, mix and water. But still, that okay, pancakes are one of those things where it seems easy. And then, like, I I still fuck up pancakes because I get too, um, I get too, I rush into it. And I turn the heat on high. And I start burning the pancakes, and then I can't flip them, and then I give up. Like I, sure. fuck, I still do that. So yeah, I bur- kept burning myself because I don't own a spatula, so I was like trying to flip them with my fingers sometimes. <laughs> Arkansas, and then my fingers would get caught in like this boiling goo, yeah, and I'm, I was like, this, "What? I have this hot piece of metal on the stove, and every time I touch it, it keeps burning me." <laughs> I did that for like the first three pancakes. God. I was like, what's happening? Why I don't do understand I how heat transfer works. <laughs> <laughs> God, I mean, I'm proud of you regardless. Uh, well, how I want to know how your caramels turned out because that's something like even I, as someone who doesn't cook, I know that they're supposed to be like notoriously difficult. Yes. So I will never attempt them. So how they? How did it go? When it comes to me cooking like a new recipe, especially when it comes to sweets, it involves me looking up like 12 recipe videos on YouTube and like looking and researching into it for like the course of a week before I even go out and get the ingredients because A, I like to torture myself and be like, oh, I really want this for like five days until I like work myself up to actually go and and settle on a recipe and get the ingredients. Um, But I don't know, I, I've had a hankering for for caramels for a, like, oh God, like a month Um, because you can buy like Werther's Originals, like Granddaddy, Werther's original, like reach in my pocket and get a Werther's original. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. No, no. <laughs> um, and those are decent, but they're I don't know. It's expensive, and I kind of wanted to make my own. Um, and so I never made caramels before. Like so, the the caramel in the making process that I followed, it's like a mix of um, Ina Garden's recipe and America's Test Kitchen. I used like a combination of their two techniques that they used. Um, and so essentially you have to, you have some water and sugar and a little bit of corn syrup, um, and you have to boil it, um, and cook it. So you have this molten fucking sugar cooking away, um, on high for a little while until it just starts to turn color. And then you turn it down because it'll like turn color really rapidly, like zero to 60, zero to fucking burnt. Um, and so you have to watch it and you have to, you know, I didn't have a candy thermometer. An easy way to make caramels is you just oh. put a candy thermometer in and you wait till it gets up to like 250 and then you're ready to like pour your cream and and whatever the fuck else in and then pour it into a mold and and let it set. Like it's super easy. But of course, I liked making things super difficult for me, so I I um you can make caramel by um not not by temperature, but you can make it by sight, by color. And so when it turns an amber color, um, that's that when sounds you problematic. Uh, yeah, amber. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when mm-hmm. amber from FX pops out of the caramel, oh, um, God. then you take it. I would. I would put her back on the burner. That's when I. <laughs> yeah. I would. Per- she needs to. She, she needs, still needs a little while longer. On not there. fully done. Uh-huh. <laughs> not fully done. 
So I cooked it a little too far, like, and by a little too far, I mean probably 30 extra seconds on the burner. Like, it's really, like, it's it's either perfect or it's burnt. Like, there is no in-between, which is... That's terrifying. Yeah, exactly. It's shitty. So I, you know, I, I made the caramel and then I, I put it in the mold and I was like, okay. And then I tasted it and it was good, but then it had a really bitter aftertaste. So I was like, fuck, that means you let it go too long. So I was like, okay. I'm going to th- throw it out. I'm going to try one more time. And so then I tried the second time and I put it on uh, a even lower of a heat. So it would cook even slower when it turned, went to the color changing stage. And I, what I did as a tip, and if any of you who are going to make caramel, I don't know if any of y'all are going to fucking make caramel. Um, They're all going to make caramel. You're all going to make caramel and you're all going to get like scalding hot sugar candy burns and you're going to blame me. Um, you get a piece of parchment paper, like a piece of white paper. And once it starts changing color, you take a spoon because um, the the pot I have is dark. So you can't really tell what the actual color of the sugar is. So you take a spoon and you scoop a little bit of the of the molten sugar syrup and you put it on a white piece of parchment. And you do that every 30 seconds to a minute. And so you can keep track of the color changes. And then once it gets to an amber, you can see it on the, the white parchment paper. Then, you know, you can take it off the burner. Um, God, this sounds like so much fucking work. It is. I would it, just, it's like, fucking work. Set uh, the kitchen on fire. Yeah, pull, and that's just like, pour the do. molten candy on the floor and roll around in it and call the cops. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the second time around, I, I, I took it off the burner when I thought it wasn't done yet, but it, it keeps cooking. And I added the heavy cream or whatever, and I stirred it. And you have to cook it a while longer to get it to thicken up. And then you put it in the mold and you have to let it set in the fridge for two hours and it turned out perfect so i fucking made caramel for the first time took two tries but i got it so um it's That's fucking like really good then it's two fucking tries delicious yeah perfect. yeah two tries and i got it i mean it's one of the situations where um, i mean if i i would probably have the same luck next time i make it if i don't have a candy thermometer i feel like if you want to get serious with, with candy making um you should get a fucking candy thermometer so you don't, you know, waste ingredients by burning your first batch every time. But if you're just, you know, trying and you want to see if you can do it, um, then you can do it by sight. You can definitely do it by color. You just have to uh, don't let it get too, because like the thing is, is if it doesn't develop any color, there's no flavor. It doesn't taste like caramel. It just tastes like like sugar. Um, and then when it, it has to develop some of that brown, you know, caramely notes in it. But if it's too caramely, then it just turns bitter. So it's that nice median. So I made caramel. Oh my God. Ta-da. Long story short, caramel making. Are you so? Are you this <laughs> is this the first step of you becoming a candy maker? Because I saw this article on Reddit this week. Oh of god. A guy whose wife was like, You can't travel for business anymore. And so he set up his own chocolate shop and he's like a bazillionaire. Wait, actually, I, I don't think he's a millionaire. How does how does him not being able to travel for business equal him setting up a chocolate shop? I don't know. It sounds like his wife was making some unfair demands, but I only read the title. Okay. So, well, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it sounds I right. only got half the story, mm-hmm. you know, obviously. But, you know, what I'm saying is you could sell these for a lot of money and you could brand them the show with Sam and Joe, you know, Carmels. and sell them to the listeners. Oh, my God. I could totally do that. For and- Valentine's Day. That's right. Oh, my God. You've got like a week to get your shit together. Shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, you guys. Fucking yeah. You we haven't get on it. we haven't set up our store. I I don't have <laughs> any. I need to. I just I shouldn't be recording. I need to go. I need to go make more caramel. Bye. Mm-hmm. Now you gotta go. Bye. It's bye. fine. I'll handle this. <laughs> yeah. Joe's just gonna sing to himself for the sing. next yeah. forty minutes. <laughs> So sad. Enjoy y'all. I was gonna sing. Ugh. I was singing. I was singing some uh, uh, Titanic to Sam before we started. Yeah, he was serenading me while I was setting up my opera style. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, speaking of depression, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of speaking of burning your caramel the first time and actually developing clinical depression from it. So, obviously, here on this podcast, we don't fucking shut up about our mental health issues. Oh, we yeah, talk we're about both them every fucked. fucking damn, damn week. Yeah. Well, there was this study that was done, um, uh, and it said that actually not having mental health problems at some point in your life is actually the minority. You're oh, my a minority. God. The minority. Uh, you guys are uh, weird. So they, they did this study of 988 individuals um, just... About 17% claim they never experienced depression, anxiety, or any other health disorder at any point of their life. Mm-hmm. Um, and that also revealed that roughly 41% had dealt with a mental health health issue for at least a short period of time before they reached the age of 38. Mm-hmm. And so this was like a long-term study. I'm pretty sure they like, like this started at birth and they did like assessments, like 13, Throughout. I think this is 13 total assessments between birth and when they hit 38 wow you know right then and then you know kept doing them or whatever so like this has been a long-term study clearly yeah um but i mean i just wanted to bring it up because like you know if you're like you know whatever if you have mental health issues we all do yeah you know if you aren't on an antidepressant then you can't sit with us that's what we're trying to say yeah exactly like (laughs) Stop listening if you if you're happy. Stop thinking that you're better than us. Wow. It was talking about um, also like the people who didn't experience or you know claim they didn't experience symptoms. Because mm-hmm. in my opinion, I think some people like I denied my depression for a long fucking time. I was like, totally. no, this doesn't exist. This doesn't fucking exist. Yeah. You know, and I think a, a lot of people go through that before they finally admit to it. Mm-hmm. But um, the people who didn't experience any mental health issues they either didn't have a history of it or it said their personalities didn't really change much from when they were a young age okay like they grew up with large social groups and it says they tended to be more mature than their peers Mm -hmm. and i was like well there's my problem i didn't have any friends (laughs) i didn't have any peers i was Mm. not mature at all (laughs) it's so funny like being in high school like people like us, I feel like, uh, you know, we're smart kids and we were more worldly, perhaps, than some of our peers in the mm-hmm. sense that we were connected to the Internet and yeah. we knew that there was more shit out there. Yeah. But like, I don't think we were really like mature. Oh, no, totally. I don't think necessarily. so. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I think I mean, you could have a bunch of experiences like, as like a 17 year old or eight. like, I don't mm-hmm. think I don't feel like that I'm mature yet. Because I'm only 23 no. and I feel like that I Same. like I still feel like a 19 year old, but I, I can Same. definitely look back when I was 18 and look at how everyone else was acting around me, including myself. I'm not going to leave myself out. Um, and it doesn't really I don't think it really matters with like how much experience you have. You're always going to not be that mature at that age. I feel like it just it's it. I feel like that a lot of maturity comes with aging, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. 
That's why I'm so wise. So wise for a 24-year-old. Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> I wore a two, you know, I, I turned 29 a couple weeks ago, so mm-hmm. I'm stepping up some sheet mask games. Okay, you are doubling lately. down. And I wore one today that had gold as the ingredient. Oh, my God. I, 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 I bet you it's anything, it's painted lead, and you're going to get poisoned. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> if it's hey, straight from China, honestly, I wouldn't those, even like, question it. Those old monarchs, you know, who wore like that super thick lead makeup. Oh, yeah. But then like underneath their skin was like just Melting. rotting away. Yeah. But it's they looked you. amazing, you know, on, you know, on the outside. So. Exactly. See, that's that's the point. The, the thing that's we need to the take the thing away. We need to, we need to take away from this is that <laughs> you could be rotting away on the inside. But the only thing that matters is if you look good on the outside. It's true. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. are all rotting away on the inside from mental health issues. Exactly. According to the study. Yes. Full circle. Full circle. Boom. Nice job. Speaking uh. of things that give you mental illness. <laughs> Uh, babies. <laughs> Let me tell you about babies. Speaking of things that actually make me want to kill myself, small children. Did you see? Okay, so you know that the we talked about the Switch a lot, and that mm-hmm. title that's coming out called One Two Switch. Yes, I think it's a launch title. I don't know. Um, well, Nintendo of Japan. Have you heard about this baby game that's on it? Uh, well, if it's from Japan, I'm I'm bracing myself. So. Well, it's allegedly on. Like it's you know the One Two Switch is like one of those hybrid. You know, like sort of like Wii Sports was. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Um, like a lot of games on one or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. On the Nintendo Japanese site, they've been releasing, or YouTube channel, they've been releasing, like, sort of more information about some of those mini games. Okay. And one of them is just called Baby, apparently. Baby. Do you know what you do with Baby? Uh, <laughs> rock. A picture of a baby is on your screen. Mm-hmm. A real baby, mind you. A real fucking baby. Mm-hmm. There's a trailer for it. Okay. A white baby, Oh, well, of course. Um, you rock it. You rock your Switch in your arms until the baby falls asleep. The animation will change to it being asleep. Mm-hmm. You put it down gently, and then it's when it starts crying, you do the whole fucking thing over again. Uh, honestly, I don't need a simulation for that. I would just, I would just watch sixteen and pregnant. <laughs> oh, that is <laughs> too ooh. real. I, you know, I've never seen sixteen and pregnant. Oh god, it was one of those trash shows that my sister would always watch yeah. when we were in high school. I always hear like, like you'll hear news stories now about like. Didn't one of them die recently or something? Yeah. Like the what the the know. baby or the teen mom? I think the teen mom. Ooh, it girl. was like a follow up story or something. Yeah, it was sad. Um, but yeah, it says one two switch is expected to have twenty eight mini games. So uh, one of those you know, is baby, just called baby. It, apparently, like go to the Nintendo YouTube channel mm-hmm. and type in one two switch to see the games, and it's literally just called baby. That is disconcerting and kind of horrifying at the same time what sort of like does this instill faith in you in like what one two switch is gonna be like oh i'm not buying the shit out of that (laughs) that is not the game like the nintendo switch for me is going to be a zelda breath of the wild machine until other good games come out like that's all it's gonna be for me that launches right yeah that's that's a launch title thank god I don't want a piece I'm, of plastic running or, you know, sitting, gathering dust next to my TV. Did uh, Wii Sports come with the Wii? Yes. Originally. It originally. Came, it came with the Wii. 
Um, there were some packages later on that like swapped it out for a different game. I think. I think it right later on it it swapped for a like a Wii a Wii Sports like game called Wii Play. Kind of sounds like One Two Switch. Um, but originally when the Wii originally launched, it came with Wii Sports. I think that like it bothers me that One Two Switch like that's not going to be a game that comes with it. No, and that's what like, a lot of pe- that a lot of criticism coming from the community is why is is the question of why is one two switch not a launch title game that comes with the system yeah because it like sounds it like a be. it sounds like a, a like a, a worry aware mini game sort of like introductory yeah. to switch mechanics sort of game yeah. and i don't think a lot of people are just going to go out and shell out 60 bucks to buy the game you know no just I in wouldn't. itself I'm, I'm not especially if baby is on it yeah if like, baby's on it le- legit awful like yeah. the trailer let me see how long this trailer is it's 43 seconds long, and it's literally, most of it is a woman, of course, because it's a woman taking care of a baby. Mm-hmm. Who else would take care of a baby? Rocking this white baby on her Switch. Mm-hmm. It just looks stupid. And she puts it in an actual crib. Yeah, that's what pisses me off the most, probably. <laughs> Why do you have a fucking crib next to your Switch? crib. Uh, <sighs> well, crib death is always an option. I don't know if it's an available option on the Switch. You might have to pay extra for that. Maybe so, maybe so. And it's all pink, too, because, of course. Because pink's for girls. Pink's for girls. Uh, anyways, fucking Switch. I don't know. I don't I I want to get it, but I'm poor right now. So, and also, like, pre-orders, like, you can't pre-order it from anywhere because they're all, like, you know, pre-ordered up. So, who knows? None of the launch titles appeal to me. Yeah, the only launch title that I care about is Breath of the Wild. It's the only thing I really yeah. care about. I've kind of accepted that. You know, I'm ready. My roommate and I are probably going to go out back once we get the switch and like dig a, a six foot hole to bury the Wii U in. Yeah, sure. Because I mean, honestly, what the already f- buried itself. Uh, yeah, that's for I feel like sure. you could. I want to know how many games actually came out on the Wii U. I also want a poll of people like I want them. I want people to be polled and I want it, the question to be if they knew that the Wii U was different from the Wii. Mm hmm. Because I still think a lot of people don't know that the Wii U was a different system. Well, that was a problem at um, at the Wii U's launch is that people thought mm-hmm. like white moms, white moms shopping for Christmas presents for their kids. They thought the Wii U was like an add on for the Wii or that like yeah. Wii U games were compatible with the Wii. And so like there was a whole like mix up. It's just like shitty marketing. Like, why did you call it the Wii U? I'm so glad yeah. we're like, I'm, I'm so glad that the Switch is named the Switch. It sounds like a great it's a great name. It's not Wii it's not, oh, God. But I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. We'll see what, what can the switch. You do, man. What, what can you do? Speaking of switching it up. Oh, my God. Speaking of anal training. Um, <gasps> yes. Uh, Tell me more. Something that I, I know secondhand because I'm not trans. But I know that in, like, the trans community, there is um, training for your little little bits that you you know after you get your bottom surgery if you choose to get your bottom surgery you have to like train with dildos if you want to like take something up there because it's like super tight and apparently it's really painful like you have to train with like bigger and bigger things in there in order to like get a like a working you know hole interesting um so you're kind of doing that except with the hole you already have sure i i remember watching some sort of documentary about about trans stuff that's something I want to learn more about. Really? Well, yeah. I just feel like um, we all should be 
have a certain level of like education about like I don't know all sexualities, yeah. all people who aren't not us, not just right, not just sexualities, but all yeah, everything, yeah. every L, every letter in the LGBTQ, R S T U V W X Y and Z. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, I'll keep you updated on my anal training. Please, I feel like I don't know. I don't know what I was gonna say. <laughs> I feel like oh, there it goes. I feel like yeah. What do you feel? It's like? hard though, man. I can't. I yeah, I can't so imagine things. I mean, I didn't have sex for like probably like two fucking years. Really? Yeah, and so like I was already like you know tight, fucking tight. Yeah, you, you know? were like a balloon knot. Right. I was trying to like <laughs> stick a <laughs> a balloon knot. Yeah. Uh. I I'm love that analogy. I'm trying to think of a metaphor of like trying to shove a something and a something. Mm. Trying to shove. Try trying to, sh- to shove a hot dog through the eye of a needle. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was like Ooh. when I started having anal again. Yikes. God. Well, no. I guess we're uh, we should get we're at that time where we should probably change not not go and do our favorite things yet, but we should probably change our merch to say how to train your brain to. How to train your ass with just a picture how of Joe. How to train your anal. Yeah. How to train your butthole. How to train your dragon. And the dragon Maybe. is Joe's ass. I feel like, I wonder what a doctor would say about this, honestly. Because, hmm. you know, all the advice I get is from forums and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, a doctor's not going to have, well, most doctors, I feel like a lot of doctors I've been to have probably not done anal. Yeah. So, actually, I don't know. You know, Who you knows? can't judge a book by its cover. Who knows? I hooked up with the doctor. Yeah, so maybe you should contact him. Some of them him. are doing anal. Maybe I should. Well, he knew a lot about it. Well, so sounds like he's the I expert you need. Him. Yeah, hmm, maybe. Hmm. Well, well, maybe we should do our favorite things. Well, before, well, okay, I guess we can do our favorite oh, things. Oh, you got, you got something? Well, I no, because I, I had a bad favorite thing, but this is probably my better favorite thing. So we can, we'll just move into it. I think that's good. Okay, these are a few of our favorite things. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Uh, you go first. What's your what is this horrible or good favorite thing? So my favorite thing this week is the new queens from RuPaul's Drag Race season nine, which you haven't watched yet. You haven't seen the Meet the Queens no, videos. No, I didn't. I didn't see the trailer or the intros or whatever. So the uh, yeah, so there's the all the videos. When did this come? Out? This this came out. Well, I predicted that it was you know they were going to launch it on Thursday. Um, and we recorded on Wednesday last week, so I wasn't around. I didn't know who the queens were. Um, so they were officially announced on Thursday. Each of them have their own, like, Meet the Queens video. And then there's, like, the big um, intro trailer. It doesn't show any of, like, the shots from the actual show. It's, like, the B-roll footage where they're all, like, prettied up. And there's, like, glitter and, like, powdered paint everywhere. And they look great. Um, but, yeah, no. So I'm going to uh, go down the list of people. And I am going to ask you if you think they're pretty or not just by their name. Oh, great. I love judging <laughs> books by their cover. Mm-hmm. Like, I legit do. I hate the saying not to judge a book by its cover. Welcome to fucking the real world. Mm-hmm. All right, bring it on. So, at age 22, from Brooklyn, New York, our first queen is named Aja. Mm, it's a wannabe. She's a okay. wannabe. Okay, the it's a wannabe. wannabe name. Okay, wannabe name. A J A. Well, a lot of people were pronouncing it Asia, like the like the like the country. How white am I? 
God. Like, took me a second to realize Asia wasn't a country. Well, I'm glad I so, wasn't alone. I was Two like, why, white why gays doing a podcast. Of course we don't know shit. <laughs> I don't care anymore. People can judge me for not knowing shit. It's yeah. fine. I'm from the South. That's my excuse. <laughs> I'm from the South. We're all racist and stupid. So. Whatever. Whatever. I, I spent way too many years like trying to like, like just not talking because I was afraid of saying the wrong thing. So might as well just, you know, like get open your with. big fat fucking mouth. It's true. All right. Who's next? How many are there? So there are uh, 13, I believe. Yeah. Oh, well, let's let's whip through them. Just do okay. names. Yeah. 33 years old from New York, New York. We have Alexis Michelle. Uh, pageant. Yes. Very literally. You got it. Um, 52, the oldest drag race contestant um, ever from London, UK, and actually Boston, Massachusetts, Charlie Hydes, who is a YouTube queen. Classic. Classic. I don't know. Do, do I you, just think of older people as being classic. Right. I don't I mean, know. I'm ageist. Whatever. <laughs> do you know Charlie Hydes? Do you know of Charlie Hydes? No idea. So Charlie Hydes, I'm just going to give like a quick kind of rundown. Charlie Hydes, I know Charlie Hydes because back like in old YouTube, like when you started... Charlie Hydes was doing um, drag. He was a, a Madonna impersonator and he had like a really weird accent and he like went viral a couple, a couple times on YouTube. He's a very interesting character and he, it's, he's the type of person that I wouldn't expect to ever be on Drag Race, um, but he's on this season. So next one yeah. is uh, at 25 years old from Johnson City, Tennessee. We have Eureka O'Hara. Um, no. Mm, okay. She's a bigger queen. I'm excited for her, though. Um, From 23, from from 23, at 23, which is my age, from Las Vegas, Nevada, we have Farrah Moan. Tacky. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, okay. That's, I'm just doing all of this based on names. No, exactly. I don't know, I don't know what any of these people look like. (laughs) That's the best part. Um, At 26, from Madison, Wisconsin, we have James Mansfield. Uh, tacky again. Okay. 28 from Las Vegas, Nevada. We have Kamora Black. Mm, sassy. Okay. Literally, you got you got that. Nailed the nailed the hammer on the head or whatever my saying is. Sure. Um at 34 from Atlanta, Georgia, we have Nina Bonina Brown. Ooh. Also right. sassy. So yeah, Nina Bonina Brown uh has a very interesting art style. She like paints on her face and like does lots of prosthetics and stuff, so that'll be interesting. Mm. At 37 from New York, New York, we have our first openly trans queen at the beginning of the conversation or conversation. At the beginning of the competition. I don't know if if this is like her bio name or not, or if this is if she has like a drag name, but she's going by Peppermint. Hmm. Um, intelligent. Okay. All right. Um, at 29 from Brooklyn, New York, we have a lot of New York queens this season. Um, at 29, Brooklyn, New York, we have Sasha Velour. Uh, no. Okay. And then, uh, at 27 from Chicago. Velour is so gross. I know. Okay, sorry. Go well, on. Th- isn't, isn't Velour like a fake velvet or something? It's like shitty velvet, mm-hmm. sort of. Yeah. Um, 20- I mean, it's fine. Whatever. Go on. Whatever. Sorry. 27 from Chicago, Illinois, oh which is God. where you live, is Shea Coulee. Uh, amazing. Have you seen Shea Coulee? Just, no. I don't, okay. I don't go out. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I hate going out. <laughs> I hate it. No. No idea. Um, two more. 
31 from Orlando, Florida, is Trinity Taylor. It's such like a boring mm. name. I'm just like against anything that's from Florida. So no. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then finally, 25 from Los Angeles, California is Valentina. Wannabe. <laughs> Anyone from LA is a wannabe, just by the way. Mm-hmm. You're just BT default going to be labeled as a wannabe. Uh, so we have four New York queens this season. Um, yeah. Well, I guess population wise, that makes sense. Yeah. And lots of culture. Like, Right. And the scene and whatever. Mm -hmm. So, like, who are you rooting for? Um, I'm excited to see uh, what Charlie Hydes does, because he's like I said, he's he's a YouTube queen that I'm 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 the most familiar with Charlie Hydes. This isn't like a season where I knew anyone, really. Um, Like I knew of Bianca Del Rio when she was on her season. I knew of Bob the Drag Queen when when she was on her season. Um, I only know of Charlie Hydes from like circa YouTube 2009. Um, so I'm excited to see the oldest queen ever. I hope she doesn't go home first because like, that's kind of what happens with older queens usually go home first or second. So if she makes it past then, um, but I'm excited to see Nino Bonina Brown. I'm excited to see a trans queen peppermint. I'm excited to see Shea Coulee, um, from Chicago. Shea Coulee is very editorial, very high fashion. Um, also like a very like nice personality, um, which sounds good. I'm excited to see Kimora Black because like you said, you thought that Kamara Black sounded like bitchy or whatever. And she, from Ramit the Queen's video. I said sassy. Sassy. Escuchame. She is very sassy. And she sounds like that she's going to bring the drama. Um, well, it sounds like there's an, in, there's a, it's a more unique group of people. Like with someone, I can't even say that's old because mm-hmm. 52 is not old. Right. Um, but old, an older, the, the older queen, queen. And a trans queen. Mm-hmm. That sounds cool. And we have maybe more than one like horizons. More, what? Ex- maybe it'll expand horizons, expand oh, yeah. minds. Oh my god, expand dongs. Mm, yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Well, what's it, what's nice about this season is we have more than one black queen. Shea Coulee is black, Nino Bonina Brown is black, um and then Peppermint is black. So, it's nice to have some fucking color. I mean, the rest well, are I wouldn't white. notice anyway, Sam. I'm colorblind oh in that way. I'm getting my <laughs> shotgun out. Top 10 things. Some of us don't, I don't see, see color. color. <laughs> God, God, we talked about that one. We, <laughs> we did. So annoying. God, uh, well, that's dying. good, too. What was the... Um, weren't there several black queens last season? Uh, I don't remember. What, during All-Stars 2 or, or All-Stars season 8? I don't eight? know. I'm getting, I like sort of blend together this, those two seasons I've yeah, seen Yeah, because they happen they like back seems, to back. Right, right. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm always glad to see like a cast of like not all fucking white dudes. It's I always hate nice. white people. As a white person, I agree. Oh God, We're do I agree. We're the worst. We are the worst. the worst. Whatever though. Anyway, so yeah, the RuPaul's Drag Race season nine, blah blah blah. We're gonna have Drag Race updates when it starts airing. It'll probably start airing beginning of next month, during March. So we have like a couple more weeks to to get through before we start dragging it up. Cool, cool. So yes, Queen. Um, what about you? What is your favorite thing? Oh my God, mine's a K-pop song that (gasps) I hate. I hate it. I literally hate it. Controversy. my homegirls, Red Velvet, I fucking love them. Mm-hmm. But there's, you know, five five uh, girls. They're under SM, which is the big company, uh, yeah. same company that has SNSD. Mm-hmm. Um, they came, they had a comeback. It's called Rookie. 
Rookie. Um, it is the worst song and music video I've ever seen in my entire life. I spent the first two days, like they're one of my favorite groups. Them, Twice, Girlfriend, and Blackpink are my those four groups are my homies. Mm-hmm. Um, and this I love all their other songs. This one sucks so much. It's the oh, worst song no. I've ever heard in my entire life. The music video is horrible. The song is horrible. I spent two days hating it. Since those two days, it's the only song I've listened to. It's from like there until you. now. For like the past like five days, I've only listened to this one song. Why are you doing this to yourself? Like, I don't know. It's and even now, I can't say it's a good song. I can just say it's a fucking catchy song. It might uh-huh. be the catchiest song I've ever heard in my entire life. And it pisses me off. So the song is called Rookie, and the chorus is basically repeating the word rookie over and over again. Like literally, like maybe 30 times. Mm-hmm. But they say looky. They don't say rookie. They say what? looky. And Wendy speaks English. And I'm like, did Wendy. you say, did, you, did they make you say looky? Like, what's going on here? <sighs> wow. And well, what bothers me about them saying looky is they have a song called Russian Roulette. And so they, they can, can pronounce they can Russian Roulette perfectly. But they wow. can't say rookie. <sighs> um, it sounds like a scam. That's what it sounds Everything, like. I think it's a scam. <laughs> It's so much more fun to sing Lucky than Rookie, so looky, maybe looky. that has something to do with it. I mean, but it bothers me so much. I'm like, Wendy, come on. Wendy, you're from America. Is she from America? I think she's from Canada. <sighs> Whatever. Um, America light. Like, I mean, she's like the English, you know, translator for all. Yeah, of them. she's she, she's like, the token English girl. She's yeah, she's the token whatever. Oh my um, God. Do I need to start listening to Red Velvet now? Since like Wonder Girls are gone. Uh, they're not that similar at all. But well, sure, I know. I not? just, I, I yeah. Because I, I can um, only listen to one K Korean girl group at one time. God. Apparently, I need to just expand your horizons. I need to make like a cat. I'll make a playlist for you. Would you please? Songs. Yeah, those four girl groups that I mentioned are like the. I don't know what it's called. When I know three is a trinity. I don't know what four is. Mm-hmm. A quadrinity. Oh my God. Quad quadrinity. Quadratic formula. They're the quadratic formula of K-pop girl groups right now. Jesus. And there's been like a drama like five years ago. Tiara had like that bullying scandal and there was like more drama just came out. Like text messages were revealed. (gasps) What? Five years fucking after the fact. Yeah, like today, like the news broke. Oh my God. And one of the girls was like, digging up those receipts. Yeah, it's crazy. I love the drama. Oh my God. I I feel like that, like being a K-pop fan is like, it's like 20% in for the music, 80% in for the drama. Yeah, it's just so... I mean, the music's amazing. And the music videos are generally amazing. Mm-hmm. But the drama is real. <gasps> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. It's the this... only real thing about K-pop. Oh, my God. That is... Uh, well, I mean, something has to be real. Because we all know that everything else is fake, so... Their faces ain't real, that's for damn sure. <laughs> And I am jealous. Oh my god! I don't. I can't tell you how many times I've looked up like Korean plastic surgery vacations. Well, they I'm, like take care of you. Well, yeah, it's like a it's like a actual vacation. Like they they hammer things into your face, and then you like get a spa day. That's like, what all my vacations have been like so far. Well, I mean, just know? because that 
you're falling on the floor and running into windows <laughs> all the time doesn't mean it's plastic surgery, Joe. <laughs> I like literally they like pick you up at the airport, they take you like straight to the doctor. He like draws those lines on your face and like they Goes translate to town. what he wants to do to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then they like come and pick you up from your hotel. You have the surgery. And then they, they like take you back to your hotel and like take care of you. Mm-hmm. It's like crazy. Then you get on a plane and you go home. Get out of plane. Get out of train. God, get I out just of want that. I just want to be like, just land, cut off my jaw, smash in my nose, get me out of there. Get you me know? the fuck out. Get me out. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, I, I I I have a, a couple things to say about that. But usually during this segment, we have like comments or questions or whatever. But Joe and I forgot, so we aren't oh, doing yeah. it this week. But oh, I we, we have more to talk about anyway, so it's gonna be fine. Oh, do we? Yeah. I, I mean, actually, I, I, I can more. think of a, of a questions. Well, what's your question? Well, no, there's actually there's actually two that I figured we would probably do this week, but we can wait. We Let's can just save wait. them because sure, that we'll that gives you guys up. more of a chance to give us a call at our number, at, which comes up at the end of the podcast, and <laughs> or email us prepare. at the show at com because we always run out of fucking questions and we need more from you guys because we're always scraping the bottom of the barrel. Anyways, God, when you mentioned that, I was like, oh yeah, we really usually right before we record, yeah, we, we go just we through, go through all of the questions we received that week and we pick out a couple. Oh my God, yeah, we just didn't do that, did we? No, I was texting. Were you texting your boy? My fella. Your fella. My fella. Oh my yeah. God. Okay, so on 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 the terms of plastic surgery, plastic surgery. Yeah, sure. I love plastic surgery. So, and speaking on like trans people, I watched Gigi Gorgeous's um, YouTube Red documentary. I don't remember what I it's called. I saw a news article about it, but oh, I really? haven't seen it. Yeah. So I have Google Play Music now, which gives me access to YouTube Red, and of course, you know, Gigi's documentary is on YouTube Red. And it, it essentially encompasses her entire life um, from like growing up as a boy and then transitioning or like coming up, coming out as gay and then transitioning into a woman and all the struggles that she went through. Um, and like we've I mean, I, I remember I I followed Gigi Gorgeous for, you know, a long time when she was Greg and, you know, doing like YouTube tutorial stuff. And then when she transitioned into Gigi and she had this sh- like show called The Avenue. Do you remember The Avenue? Uh, yeah, we all watched iconic. it together. The iconic. Who did the Avenue season? There were two, two seasons, seasons of the Avenue. I don't know who did it. They had like those like weird sponsorships, like right in the middle of it. It was like a I weird know, like Laguna Beach Hills rip off web show well, in like, like Canada. Filmed the audio wasn't great at all. Yeah, like, but yeah, like in general, so it was like iconic in its own way. Well, yeah, it was amazing. It was <laughs> just like. It, it was, was garbage, it was and it was garbage. like the best thing on the internet. But it was and great now all those garbage. episodes are like gone. They've yeah. all disappeared. Where the fuck did they go, Gigi? I don't That's know. what I, I need. I want to rewatch them. Oh I just my god, really want to rewatch them. And they were always like so dramatic, but nothing was happening. Like they were it just making so, up drama. <laughs> you could so tell that drama. Like they had an intervention in one episode, and you could tell it was like like this girl did not need an intervention. Let me tell you all. that Gigi did not mention any bit of the avenue in her documentary, so what? I feel. Cheated, and what? I feel because <laughs> that was her the most iconic moment in Gigi's fucking history was the avenue. I swear to God. Um, yeah, that like bob cut she had, it was amazing, right? And well, did did Gigi do the avenue before she transitioned? 
Uh, I think yeah, so. Yeah, because they the, her friends called her Greg in the show. Oh, that's right. When she was when she went by Gregory Gorgeous. Oh my God. Uh, it, I remember them calling her Greg in the yeah, show. Yeah, that's right. That was yeah. like a couple of years ago, like at least like three or four years ago. Oh no, that was way more than that. Really? That was that was like five years ago. Jesus. Or longer. It's ancient yeah, history old. at this point. Yeah. If you guys can find the avenue online somewhere on some like fucking Russian website. You should watch it because it is iconic. It's um, the best show that's ever happened on the internet. But so I, I, the song, yeah, the, yeah, the song. opening song was a Flory remix, and I still have it in my Google Music. And oh I my just, god, sometimes I play it and just like pretend the I'm window. on the avenue. <laughs> just like sometimes I listen to like the Natasha Bedingfield song and pretend I'm on the hills. I mean, I feel like you do that every day. I feel like that's well, part of yeah. your daily routine. Yeah, obviously. Um, so yeah, so I, I watched uh, Gigi's documentary on YouTube. What's I wasn't it called. Ah, uh, it's it's called This Is Everything, I believe. Oh, this is everything. Yeah. <laughs> this is everything. Um, and like I don't know, <laughs> I wasn't dramatic. expecting. I wasn't expecting much because like, I mean, uh, God bless Gigi, but like it's it kind of is one of this these things where Gigi is this this platinum blonde, you know, woman, and she's living in LA, and just it's it's very Los Angeles to me, and I'm just I'm not I I I don't think ter- there are any other platinum blonde women in LA. Okay, <laughs> first well, just, of all, it just Gigi's personality screams unique to scre- me, screams LA to me, and I just I I turn my nose up to LA people um, because I think it's annoying. Um, so I wasn't expecting it to be the most intellectually you know provoking documentary, but it, it was it wasn't bad. Honestly, um, I bet. I mean, you can only take so much because this is like a cis male's perspective, just like the the documentary as a whole. I watch a lot of documentaries, but I'm obviously not trans. Um, but I, I I was pleasantly surprised that it was actually pretty good. And um, it, it kind of went through Gigi's life, like I said before. And she talked about kind of her privileges and her struggles and and kind of that she understands, you know, kind of her, her business that she has and how she met her manager and, you know, all the business sides of like the Gigi brand or whatever. But she mentioned her struggles and she mentioned her her privileges, which I, I feel like um, was really nice to hear because Gigi is a very passable. Is that the, the term like very like passable? Uh, I don't know. Trans I don't woman. know any terms. I don't know. She's she she looks like a biological female from a, another person's point of view. That's what passable means. And a lot of people don't have that luxury. You know, a lot of people don't have the luxury of like, you know, getting refeminization surgery and other things like that because it costs a lot of money. And, and Gigi had that money. And she talks about that. You know, I was privileged enough to have the the means to, you know, make my outer appearance reflect my inner appearance or whatever. So it, it was it was pleasantly surprising and it, it kind of how the documentary came across. So if you have YouTube Red, I would say, you know, give it a shot. It's like an hour and a half. It's on Gigi's channel on YouTube. If you want to check it out, then totally do it, I guess. It sounds interesting. I don't know if I can listen to her talk for that long. That's the thing. It was kind of, you know, I love her to death. Love her to to death, but she is kind of annoying. Yeah. God bless her soul, though. Yeah. Los Angeles. What can you (laughs) say? Los Angeles. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. true. When you're a Los Angeles YouTuber, you're a Los Angeles YouTuber. And it's it's weird because I forgot because, well, Gigi, is she a lesbian now? She was like, she's like dated a couple girls. She talks about. I I have no idea. I don't know. I don't keep up with Gigi. Um, But she talks about when she dated Corey, who's Alaska Thunderfuck's brother. 
and like they met like online or something and they were like dating they were like madly in love and like doing stuff forever but it was weird because I never made the connection that she was dating Alaska because I I knew who Alaska was because Drag Race I didn't know that Alaska's brother was dating Gigi Gorgeous for like such a long time and I was like oh my god like worlds colliding but they like broke up a long time ago and they moved on but she talks about that in the documentary if you're interested so wow drama drama do you have anything else to talk about before we close do you have anything else well no I tried. But I, just talked I about will teaching. have to watch that because I need to. I have YouTube as well, and I I'm on the free like three month trial or whatever. So oh, I might yeah. as well do something. I've only <laughs> used it for Google Play Music. I have not touched YouTube Red. Yeah, this is the first frankly. YouTube Red original content shit that I've touched like yet. I'll give it a go then. I need. I should use this trial for something on YouTube. Might I mean, just it is like, nice not having ads in general, but right. You know, yeah. Whatever. Oh, that reminds me. Oh, if any, if everyone isn't already you need to start watching joe's resident evil playthrough because it is oh top God. dollar content thank you youtube.com slash dk1 games so i'm already a little pissed about it to be honest <laughs> i'm not surprised i'm sure that you're, <laughs> you're dying all the time well no i'm pissed because like because okay because hey, i'll get all these comments that are like i'm so sad you now you haven't done a horror game in forever like when are you gonna do a horror game and then it like doesn't get even as many views as like fucking brats and i'm like <laughs> are you fucking kidding me this is like a triple star fucking game 60 fucking bucks that i paid for mm. actually like, ah. i found it on sale for 40 <laughs> but but still, besides the point Besides, That's besides the, point. the point. Forty dollar brand new fucking game and brats old ass GameCube ass game gets more. You know what? I can't go into it. I feel anyway. like that your your audience is severely unpredictable, <laughs> and I feel like they you're are, at you're though. at their very whim. I feel like there's I no way am. you can be stable with your audience. See, in in a lot of cases, I'm like, well, I'm just gonna re- I'm still gonna record whatever. Like at the end mm-hmm. of the day, it's whatever whatever. Like this channel is for me to have fun. Yeah. Honestly. But also, you know, I'm also there to entertain. So if something's not getting views, I'm gonna just play it on my own. Yeah, like exactly. Like you aren't gonna play it on you my know, own. You aren't and, gonna take you know. the effort to Right. Record something and then I'll no record something that people like. Yeah, instead, yeah, yeah. That people wanna watch. So, you know, it's no it's no issue at the end of the day. I still get to play the video games I like. Honestly, um, I could I could watch you play Tattletale like 25 <laughs> different playthroughs and I'd be happy as a viewer. I loved that game. It it's was so such fun. a good game. Oh my god. Well, I am loving Resident Evil 7. Mm-hmm. That game is so much fun so far so uh, I'll probably record it regardless. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Those zombies are just so gross. Mm-hmm. Mia, she's great. She's great. I love she's her. Great. Yes, love Mia. Her hair is amazing. Mm-hmm. She was locked up for three years and she kept... I want to know what hairspray she must use. I don't know what conditioner she's been using. Probably her. It's amazing. It's probably like slime from the walls. Oh, it probably is, actually. I mean, whatever works. Give me your secret. Whatever fucking works. Anyways. All right. There you go. Well, good favorite things and good, good thing. like, post favorite things discussion. Good questions. Um, exactly. Yeah, so definitely send us some more questions this week. So we will have a whole lot to pick uh, from. Maybe we'll do some extra ones next week. Yeah, who knows? We were just stupid this week. It happens. Yeah, but uh, also the patrons will be getting a bonus episode this week. Is yes, that right? Yes, they will. Yes. Uh, so you should be a patron. You can find out how in the outro. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else they need to know or is it all in the outro? It's all in the outro. We'll just get the fuck out of here. All right, nice. Well, we will see you guys next week. Yep, bye, bye guys. guys.
Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show samandjoe.com. You can also support and help keep this podcast going by checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. We also have merch available. If you want a cup of fresh air mug, how to train your brain shirt, and more, visit our Spreadshirt at Spreadshirt.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with your questions or comments, or hit us up on our Facebook page, Facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Allison B. Austin B. Ben B. Eric H. Feliciano D. Jazza. Joshua L. Kathleen E. Kevin V. Kylon C. Megan C. Pablo F. Vincent L. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you next week on The, the Show. show.